right now. Okay, welcome to the Saniac Podcast. If you're new, this is where we do live weekly recaps of MTV's The Challenge. We also do some Survivor content. I actually watched last night's episode without it being spoiled. It was truly a delight. I'm Shawnee Suisa. I'm a podcast producer from LA. This is my awesome co-host, Zach Calhoun, also known as The Baboon. Not an insult term of endearment, people. Okay, we will be discussing this buffoon, uh, buffoon scandal that happened that I've been I've yes. been involved in. There's a controversy. We have a lot, a lot of sensitive people right I'm now. I'm at the center of of controversy, and I'm absolutely <laughs> loving it. So we are definitely going to discuss that later. Uh, before we get started, I want to tell you guys about our sponsor, Stitcher Premium. They are fucking fantastic. And using our promo code SANIAC, S-A-N-I-A-C, you get one month off your monthly plan. It's pretty freaking cool. You got all your shows ad-free. It's amazing. Check it out. Go to stitcher.com forward slash premium. And again, our promo code is SANIAC. Uh, there's definitely lots we want to talk about tonight. I do want to give a shout out to uh, Autumn over at Challenge Fans. She's a member over there. She made an awesome post today in that group. It was really sweet. I loved it. Shouted out the Saniac podcast, and she gave us a rundown on just her schedule for challenge content consumption, which I thought was actually a cool post. That's something that yeah. we haven't seen before. So I really liked that. Yeah. Shout out to Autumn, and thank you for, um, for the shout out to us. That was really nice. So yeah, let's get started, everyone. How's everyone doing tonight? We've had um, quite the influx in listeners as well as live viewers. It's been phenomenal. There's been so many more people messaging me and reaching out. Um, this guy, Eric, who's basically your twin, Zach, it's fucking hilarious. He likes wrestling. Um, um, he's from you Philly. You don't even know. <laughs> he's like, went to your school. No, he told me like this whole yeah. time. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went to the same high school. He's two years older than I am. That is actually <laughs> one of the nuttiest things ever honestly that's hilarious um and he's yeah, got he used a, to work at target with one of my best friends no way and <laughs> that's crazy yeah. and he's got a wrestling podcast so you guys would get along in that regard oh my god yeah we, we gotta make go, something happen yeah you should go on and do a collab i was just about to say i'm in zach and his um his fake fighting sport <laughs> yo this is the downfall of all this lighting that you wanted me to get because i'm so red right here right now oh just, is that from just... the lighting is it just too mm. much for you exactly yeah if the lighting <laughs> wasn't there it would look perfect but zach can't hey. handle the uh the the lights you gotta give me you gotta give me makeup tutorial then then i can just oh my know. god i would love to do your makeup <laughs> oh my fucking god i would absolutely i guys could you imagine if i did zach's makeup i wouldn't do drag though actually i would do two different looks one day we would do drag so we'd go all out and then the next day we would do subtle makeup like tv makeup as if you were a news anchor or some shit like that okay yeah yeah that's the vibe um robert yeah last night was not spoiled for me on survivor which was fan fucking tastic it's a different experience going into it not knowing what happens it absolutely is you you just you're so much more on your toes you're, you're excited about what's going to happen you don't know what's going to happen there's anxiety i have to pause it because i get so anxious i'm just like oh my god what's gonna happen um, it's incredible yeah, this is fucking phenomenal. So let's talk about the buffoon controversy. This is the fucking funniest thing that's ever happened. I got called a piece of shit today in uh, one of the challenge groups, which was great. Um, I hope whoever did that is feeling a lot better. I, you know, I assume that things weren't going great. And it was in regards to one of Dee's tweets. Now we just had Dee on the podcast. So we just got a whole new perspective on Dee, at least from the Saniac perspective. Um, oh, yes. And I mean, she's awesome. She's fucking hilarious. You know, it's clear that all of this social media stuff is just 
comedy for her. And she put out a tweet that was really mild. It was like talking about how she's still obsessed with Rogan and that they might or might not be pregnant. Like it was just so stupid. Nothing really crazy in there. And people were so butthurt about it. I mean, let me just tell you, the comments were crazy. I was like, you guys need to just shut up. So I commented, it's a joke, you buffoons, or something along those lines. And that led to a whole slew of discussions. And then once they had no more points to make, they were like, well, joking about pregnancy isn't funny. Listen, joking about like how easy it is for you to get pregnant or making fun of it in front of people who have had a hard time or in the public eye when that's like an issue. Obviously that's not nice. That's insensitive, right? But this was not that. And you can joke about pregnancy from time to time. Have you ever not binged with a bunch of your girlfriends or your friends and you're sat there and everyone's bloated and like, oh, I feel pregnant. Cause that's a joke I've made many times. That's a joke. It I've was made many times. so stupid. Um, Look, I'm Johnny, you know my story. People know some of my story. I'm not going to get into it, but like that was like that was yeah. not offensive. Like yeah, people go through struggles and things like that, but there was zero in ill intent or ignorance behind what you said and more importantly what D said like yeah. how much of a mark are you that you read that and you actually think that D's being serious or some shit I, I don't or even that know she's trying to make fun of pregnancy in that kind of way like it was such a it was, it was yeah, how is that what you took out of it I honestly it was it was the weirdest and nuttiest thing the responses were absolutely crazy even Jessica was in the comments dropping like you guys this is clearly a joke I mean this was it was and her words were so poignant it was clearly a joke and it was just getting so out of hand this girl called me a piece of shit it was nuts listen I also have PCOS like who knows if it's going to be easy for me to get pregnant but that was not what the fucking joke was and it wasn't even anywhere in that realm and you know what I actually will not be diplomatic on this issue not even for a second because if we're going to go and invade comedy like comedy my favorite thing on this planet right and humor and mm -hmm. and try and say that you can't joke about things that other people struggle with well then you're shit out of luck for anything to laugh about because laughing at your own struggles laughing at struggles in general that's literally what people laugh about I mean could you imagine if you weren't allowed to joke about something just because some people have had a bad experience about it like, no, every yeah, you're right. Literally everything would be off limits. Everything would be off limits. Could I not joke about my hair ever one day because some people can't grow hair, some people have alopecia. Yeah, like is that <laughs> am I am I never allowed to joke about my hair cuz shit, I literally just took a video and sent it to my friends right now because I had a fucking afro when I when I brushed it all out. All right? Am I not allowed to do that? You know, it's just we have to we have to put things into perspective and I love being the person who can see both sides of things, but on this issue while, yeah, there might be some validity in that and we should be sensitive when it comes to other statements that are explicitly making fun of it being easy or hard to get pregnant, sure. But when it comes to this, uh-uh, no way. And me calling someone a buffoon is probably one of the nicest names I could use. I love animals. <laughs> I'm a vegan, okay? I don't know I, if you know this. Animals look. are my fucking life. I have a turtle. I have two dogs. I love them so much. I have a little forest in my backyard. <laughs> I'm friends um, with the squirrels. I'm friends with the squirrels. Like one thing you said that touches on pretty much how I, um, like how I uh, live my life, like my code in life is you're right. There's, I, I enjoy being able to look at both sides. I like, cons I consider myself a logical person. Um, I feel like I've earned that title, especially in a, online community of very illogical people but there are just so, like the reason why the world is so separated right now is because there's just some things that really aren't a debate 
Mm-hmm. Like there's, there is right and wrong in the world. There are issues where there's clearly a wrong side and clearly a right side. And everybody just wants to hide behind opinions. Everyone wants to say, hey, this is my opinion. Why are you disagreeing with my opinion? Well, motherfucker, some opinion, this is the quote. This is the quote that will be on my gravestone. Everybody is entitled to their opinion, mm. but that does not mean that your opinion can't be wrong. And if everybody abided by that, I think we would be all right. And it's also not even just about right and wrong, but about what is going to bring you happiness at the end of the day. And so to me, when I see a bunch of pointless people not getting a joke, I'm like, that's not going to make you happy. And my mission in life is to always make fucking people happy. Like, that's the best part of these things. Another point that I want to make that the um, that the then call out post that got put onto MTV's uh, anonymous group was... Uh, why did you call people who disagree with you buffoons, <laughs> right? And so the reasoning that I called people buffoons was not because they disagreed with me, because as you all know, people disagree with me all the time and I absolutely enjoy it. That's me and Zach's whole shtick. I love when we don't agree on things, right? Mind you, I do yeah. call him a buffoon, but that's just his nickname at this point, right? I wasn't calling people buffoons because they disagreed with me. I was calling them buffoons because they weren't getting a joke. And that's exactly what I view a buffoon as. <laughs> like, you you got to get a joke, all right? That's it. That's just the end of it. And at least, uh, by the way, if you don't think it's funny, that's fine, but don't take it personally. There's a 98% chance that the person who sent that post to Challenge Anonymous was Jacob Bradford. Like we, we no, I don't we're think it was. on that, right? I actually don't think it was because Jacob Jacob chimed in when the person called me a piece of shit and he stood up for me. He was like, listen, I might not agree I with Shawnee on this. Me. I wouldn't know He was like, <laughs> I wouldn't know. Um, I don't agree with Shawnee on this, but but she's definitely not a piece of shit. And like, that was too far. And I, you know, for him to say that that was great. I really, you know, shout out to him on that right yeah. there. Um, I got to hit the comment section because it's popping off. First and foremost, Jomara. One of our two viewers whose first name starts with an X slash yes, listener, she's baby, here. We got it. Thank we got you for making it. We love you. Anthony spotting my Sunnydale pie hoodie for all my Buffy fans out there. It says class of 99 on the back. You and when like I wear a, it, I wonder uh, how many people author. think I actually graduated in 99. <laughs> Wait, when did you graduate? 2006. Oh, I was thinking it was close to 99, to be honest. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. You guys are really, really something. Um, God, there, there's a lot of good ones. Jonathan saying that uh, I call myself logical, but I stand Tory Hall. <laughs> Real funny, Jonathan. Uh, I'm not going to go off on you because Jonathan is actually a saint. Jonathan got me this week. He paid for a coach cameo for me. Yeah, I ridiculous. Where's my Tyson cameo, people? I have a text still- stream. I don't even get one. Yeah, yeah, tell Tyson about that. Uh, yeah, I still have to post it on the page. Jonathan got me a coach cameo. It was incredible. The Dragon Slayer was in full Dragon Slayer mode. That was awesome. Um, wow. What is what, a Corey what wants is to know druid? what is what is a druid? A druid? A druid? A druid. It's it's like See? someone. If you watched wrestling, you would know. It's it's like <laughs> it's almost like wrestling. a medieval kind of person, like a cloaked figure. Oh, am, am I a druid because I have my buns? Is that like the vibe? I could see, yeah, that, that's like a druid vibe. Uh, Corey wants to know what has been our biggest disagreement. This is an excellent question, and and I can't think of anything. There's been a lot. There's been so many. I feel like our disagreements are always at a fairly similar level because we're passionate about things that we just shouldn't actually care about. Yeah. So we and can get also, heated we're on like, everything. We're good at arguing because even when we disagree, we don't get like all butthurt over it. 
I can't that's think of anything true. where we were like, oh, fuck you. I'm not speaking to you. Like we, we see things pretty <laughs> <No. laughs> level-headed in that Well, that's, that's the whole point of the podcast. If we couldn't speak to each other when we disagreed, I think we would just have to end the show. <laughs> it was just to be done. There'd be no saniac. Uh, I agree with Michelle. Sarah Michelle Geller's Instagram is awesome. She just dyed her. She just like went with pink hair. Sarah Michelle Geller has pink hair right now. She, she's got quarantine hair, um, which I love. And... What's your perspective of D? Pol- foolish or political asks Drea. Drea or Dre? Um, I, you know, I, per- I think she's- I think that's Drea. I think it's like a combination of both. She's, she's both foolish at times because she, you know, is, is fresh into the show for sure. But then she's also quite political. I do think she has a very, I don't give a fuck attitude. And in my opinion, that's a very good attitude to have when you're in the challenge house. Because if people can't affect you um, then, you know, if they can't, if they can't touch you in that way, they can't change your behavior and make you feel a certain way or get into your head, then that's a huge advantage because then they can't manipulate you or they can't use you in that way. Mind you, obviously Rogan is still able to get into her head as we're seeing on the show, but I think that's fading as well. So I, 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 I think she's got a bit of both. I think any rookie would have a bit of both though, you know, would have yeah. every rookie's going to have a bit of foolishness unless they're maybe like a Casey type who's literally not taking any chances or doing anything. There is no risk there. Um, yeah, D, I, first of all, Dee's just a complete fucking beast. If you guys have not listened to the conversation that we had with her on Tuesday, you really have to go back and listen to it because <laughs> one thing that we, we say a lot is that when we have a guest on our podcast, we want it to be a little different because Dee's been doing a lot of podcasts lately and shout out to Challenge Mania and shout out to Logan and Allie who had Dee on. Yeah. Or no, no, it was Smack. Was no, it no. Denver Smashing Heads? Well, they all did, actually. They all, okay. So, yeah, like, that that's really how a lot of the challengers do it. Like, like when they're in the mood, they, they just want to do, like, the full circuit. So we just try to be a little bit different from that in, you know, just in our own way, where it's just a very casual conversation. Especially the first Kinda time like, we have uh, them on, you know? We yeah. want to get to know them. Yeah, yeah. We'll we just wanted the bullshit. Um, Eric says he loves the podcast. Thank you, Eric. We appreciate Wait. that. <laughs> Okay, Carlton's comment is one of the best. Our biggest disagreement is Cam's height. <laughs> That's true. That's honestly spot on. We do need we to wanna, we need so to meet Cam think? with a fucking measuring yeah. tape. That's what we need to do. No, anytime we meet a challenger, we need to have a measuring tape on hand so we can just quickly whip it out and get some facts, right? Take I do photos. have um I do have one height related comment to make on the episode this week. We'll get to it when we get there, but so we did have a moment where people wanted me to ask D about height. So look, I'm not gonna just straight up grill a cast no, member D and be like, give me height. everyone's height. Yeah. D is my so height. D said that she's five three. She said that Kara's five two. This is consistent with with my observations. So the one person I wanted to ask D about was Cam. I figured it'd be easy enough to get an answer out of her. Yeah. So D said in her opinion, the Cam is somewhere between five seven and five eight. Now I I am on Wait, record. Wait, is that what she said? Yeah, she said like okay. five seven five eight. I'm on record. I thought Cam was like five six five seven, and my disagreement. I with believe the I was on record saying five seven five eight. You you were, <laughs> but I don't see five eight. And you know what? It, okay, I but I but, but I mean said. like l- listen. Appreciate what D said. I'm not quite seeing it yet. Um, the, the truth is, then we were right in the middle because we were, but one was higher and one was a bit lower. Well, the truth is, as always, that the challenge fans was way off because those people think she's six feet tall. So I'm good on that. She's definitely uh, like Michael, 6'5". Michael, a.k.a. Santa, said that if, if, if anyone wanted to know our biggest disagreements, they would just have to go back to virtual challenge 
season three um and then beyond i guess into season four the inferno that's when we had some good times into the duel after that and oh yeah i honestly like i i won't lie i forget everything from that whole time period there was so much that went on how are we supposed to remember it all yeah i've got i've got a pretty decent memory of it I, I i might need to sit down and jot these things out one day so that i don't forget it I um when we started virtual challenges, I was still living in Israel. Like that's how long ago that really? was. Really? Yeah. I I didn't know that at all. I was still living in Tel Aviv. It's actually ridiculous. That that is one of the craziest parts of virtual challenges is that I was sitting, you know, in my room in Harleysville, Pennsylvania. Oh shit, I shouldn't have said that. In <laughs> Pennsylvania. And all <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm like playing games with people that live in Portugal and Israel and <laughs> I know how uh, nuts is that. Wh- and wherever, I was living on your time zone. Lives. Where where do, where does Shaq live? He he lives in the Netherlands, right? Netherlands, yeah. He's from Amsterdam. Okay. Yeah. God, I love Amsterdam. I ate so much there. Um, all right, Robert, so shall I, we, uh... I, I respect you, Robert, but the, the orgs, the orgs are dead, man. The org world is just, it's, it's donezo. Once, well, once I didn't people... work back then. I didn't work back then. Yeah. And, but also it's, it's just all about that legit beef. Like once it got to be this thing where everyone was like, Oh, I respect you guys so much. Like everybody started treating every game. Like there's a jury at the end. And, and, and at that point I was like, okay, this is, this is You're over. Like this is not jury play. Um, the magic is out of the bottle. Okay, let's start the episode. So into tonight's episode. Oh, before we do that, shout out to our uh, merch store, saniacstore.com. We will have some new designs launching this weekend and some other fun things going on. So you can check all that out. Our website was down for a bit, but it's been back up now and the, the uh, games and the quizzes should be working. So check that out, saniacpodcast.com. Um, and we will definitely get like the podcast and stuff updated on there soon, but we're working on a revamp. So stay tuned. Now- so the theme of this episode, uh, the major theme, that I think the same takeaway everyone had this episode was all about penises it was all about dicks this this whole episode am I right yeah there was a lot of dicks in this episode you had Jordan's fake dick you had Bear's real uh at attention (laughs) dick Jordan's Um, fake dick reminds me of those little blow-up things outside of um car washes you know that go like woo uh, <laughs> oh uh something inflatable there's, there's what are those things called guys. yeah like fun, me of that. Inflatable, so, yeah like so, the fun guys yeah so some kind of weird name for them um okay so anyways we get back post elimination this is like you know the house shit right after d's elimination d drops ashley's name from the board she's like screw this then we get the ouija board scene which was phenomenal it started off with this horror film editing and i was just like oh what's gonna happen what's gonna happen we get into the room and they have this makeshift ouija board that um bear is like directing in order to say that the spirit is saying bear which was hilarious this guy can i mean you have to imagine they're stuck in this bunker and he is like pure entertainment imagine how much of a relief that is for them to have him around somebody who's always gonna be able to pick up spirits you know they don't have tv they're not able to watch bear you know they're not able to watch comedians so they've got this thing in person he's fucking hilarious hilarious Um, he is he he's like you know it's like you're what if you're with him i imagine it's like you're watching somebody on tv but he's right there right in front of you oh carlita's (laughs) right wacky inflatable tube man wacky inflatable tube man that's great that's legit that's like the, the legit name for it All right, so then we go into Zach and Jenna's FaceTime. I don't have too many comments on this. It's obviously foreshadowing, setting up whatever's going to happen next episode. We see that in the the preview at the end of the episode. Then we get everybody training. I love watching them work out. I I could honestly watch like full-on 
segments of just them working out. I think it's so fascinating. Like we, we just get such yeah. an inside look into, into um, them training and it's, they're fucking good. Like you watch them, you watch them go at it and they're amazing. Um, I, we have Rogan, <laughs> Rogan wants to go for Jay at this point. He's talking about it while he's working out. They're doing a little politicking. And then we have Josh and Wes on the treadmill. Now, what'd you think about this whole little scene? Cause I'm team Josh. I don't know about you guys, but I'm absolutely team Josh in this little fucking beef. Wes, I, 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 I kind of side with team Josh here too. Wes is just, but at the same time, the way that Wes was going at Josh, the things that he said to him, the way he acted, I did think it was, it was more Wes being Wes. It wasn't as forced as other things that we've seen so far this season. It was like genuine, genuinely Wes in that, that kind of dick mode that people tend to love him for. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't really think Josh did anything to him. I, I, I don't get it. I know he had the vote last year on World of the Worlds too, but it wasn't like... No, Josh, Josh did the one thing Josh did that he... Like, he's just... He's going to get railroaded for is he said something to Wes, like, you know, you had to be humbled, Wes, or something like, something like that. And, and Wes was like, come yeah, on, but man. Like, like, that's too easy to come back on. I honestly think that Wes is just trying to play it off. Like, oh, I'm not bothered... I'm not bothered. Like he wanted Josh to be bothered so he could then say he wasn't bothered and be condescending to him. You know what I mean? It was, it was like, yeah, I agree with that. It was just one of those ploys. Like, obviously he is, it was just stupid. I didn't like the, I didn't like the way Wes was handling it. And, and I also don't like that Wes thinks Josh is shit because Josh, Josh has proven himself. I keep interchanging with Josh, but Josh has proven himself as a phenomenal teammate. Somebody who always puts in a, incredible effort and i think that's something to be recognized you know he's not like this fully subpar player it, it has really gotten to the point with josh especially online where it's just it's really mean it's really warranted the things that people say about him and the hate that he gets and for example jonathan uh got speaking of, of cameos jonathan got a cameo from josh and oh, you know, yeah he, he posted online and, and Jonathan, I, I don't want to be sharing your business or anything, but he said like, Hey, you know, I, I, I wasn't really having a, a good couple days there. So Josh, like said, I, you know, Josh sent me this cameo and it like, he's just really nice. He made me feel better. And people were like shitting on it. People were shitting on Josh. And yeah. Why could you just imagine so... if your friend did that and they posted yeah. online? What would you wrong with you guys? Like if that was your friend, you'd be like, Oh my God, that's so sweet. But because it's not our friend or because it's someone that we just see on a screen, we instantly think the worst. It's fucking weird. It just makes no sense. Why is there not the same energy for the people that you know, versus the people that you are watching constantly? I, I really would like to interview Josh and I know we've reached out to him because I, I want to talk to him about it from his perspective and like why he like why he thinks that, that he gets that because like I said there's a blind there's a blind area here for me I haven't seen his big brother season mm. but it really is just I I wish people I wish people could be perceptive enough to know that what they're saying it's like, it's not unique. You're, you're not shit by shitting on Josh and saying, Oh, Josh is the worst. He's horrible. It's like, dude, there's 27 other people saying this shit and you, and you don't even see it. Cause you don't pay close enough to attention, attention to realize that you're just part of like this toxic group. Yeah. It's stupid. You're all just and contributing any, to shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. And if you just mention Josh's name and it's the same thing as Nelson, which we discovered there's certain <laughs> people 
Corey, Nelson, Josh, and I'm not. I'm not standing for these people. But does Nelson get I'm as just... bad of hate as Josh? I feel like he's well, Josh a little is bit getting more like over. No, Josh is getting like over the top, crossing the line, shit. But both of them, they they people really rail on them and talk about like how stupid they are, and it's yeah, just ridiculous. weird. It's, no, that's it's really weird. It's just yeah. ridiculous. Anyways, then we go into the Jordan and Wes fight. This was so weird. I feel like Wes has had his panties like all in a fucking bunch this whole episode. I know Jordan was an asshole too, but it's so unlike Wes to care about this shit. To, you know what I mean? Especially now in time. It brings me to believe that a lot of this stuff is Wes trying to bring some sort of drama and entertainment to the screen and not in a malicious way or in a like he's craving screen time kind of way but more in a way that he understands the business and he knows he's a little bit older it doesn't have the same sort of hothead nature that is entertaining for viewers to watch so he's trying to overcompensate with you know whatever he can do now and it's just coming off like I don't know it's just not coming off right to me I don't really think he gives a shit about any of this stuff or it's you know it's just weird he seems off he seems off anyway so he goes for jordan this is like a turf fight which is really funny because it's a turf war (laughs) (laughs) like honestly how great is that when they were fighting over turf i was like shut (laughs) up it's a turf war it it wrote itself (laughs) it literally wrote itself um and this is that that shit that the little grass that long track that they have in the the workout room apparently somebody was rustling it up so jordan says to wes like don't fuck up the turf um, then he has his little sausage in his face. Well, not little, very big sausage in his face. It was big. Very big sausage in his face. He literally said, he said, Wes, talk into my dick. <laughs> that was honestly that was hilarious. Does, does awesome. Jordan have any nudes running around? I feel like everybody. I don't think so. He just has the incident where Naya pulled open his, his shorts and looked into his pants. And Oh, yeah. What, what, so, what did we'll she say about it? I, I don't know, but it could I, be cold, you know. Oh yeah, I, I'm 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 certainly not gonna there, shame FYI, the guy. There's was... some um there's some uh, bear nudes. You guys should look those up. It's a mirror selfie, ten out of ten. Highly recommended. P- the po- I thought Sarah's reaction to it was great. Sarah the did not appreciate. It. Yeah, Sarah did not <laughs> like the angle of of the bear uh, nude. The angle was uh, questionable at best. Um, <laughs> so so then Wes drops this line, which is ridiculous. Uh, you will not talk to me the way you talk to your wife. And I mean, like, why is it when Jordan gets into beef with people, they have to go for Tori? I don't get it. She's so different to him. Why Why is she even remotely being involved? Like, they're two different people. He's having his fights. She's having her love fest. Why is that even crossing? It makes no sense to me. What are you um, laughing at? <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, oh, Car- Carlito, he's saying about, about Jordan. <laughs> Uh, Carlito's all about the dick energy, whether it's big dick energy, Jordan little dick energy, little dick he's, energy, he's on it. I'm at you. <laughs> um, yeah, the the Jordan, there's last season, the Jordan Tory thing, it made more sense with them going up against Cara and Polly. It was a logical storyline. This mm. year it's just getting messy. Like it's it's really hurting them. They're getting, you know, you've got Jordan trying to you know, just he, he, it's like, he keeps getting in Tori's business. He's like, you know, Tori, you got to tell no, D what's going on. Tor, Tor, oh, you, yeah. you know, Tori, I want to get, I'm going to get you to the final to the detriment of my own game. And, and last night was the first, I should have realized this sooner, but last night was the first night that I saw like Jordan really doesn't have that. Like he doesn't really have any allies in the house. He's not in a good standing um right yeah. now he would usually be working that. with bananas but bananas has kind of left him for west. yeah like bananas has other people that are higher on his on his totem pole right now like yeah. west especially so 
Jordan, I feel like is is someone who well the house will turn on him and try and put him in a bad position. They like have if he's gonna go into elimination, they're gonna try and put him in a spot where he would lose. Wait, I don't I'm know if sure I actually fully agree with that because I thought that also, but when I'm thinking about it now, if you look at Jordan's possible allies, you're looking at Kayla, Jenna, Josh, Nani, and that's not such a bad bunch. Obviously, Tori as well. And we heard in the last episode that um, who was it, Kayla, that said that she couldn't vote for Jordan. You know, she flat out yeah. said when they were trying to go for him, oh, was she was Jenna. very adamant. Oh, was it, was it Jenna? Jenna? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Jenna. Very, very adamant that she could not vote for Jordan, and it was just like a shutdown really fast. So I feel like maybe that sort of what is it, the unholy trinity or holy trinity, whatever they want to call holy themselves. Tr- I, I hate that name. It's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so I hate it they're... because Kayla. I see Kayla like self-glossing it on Twitter. Like referring to them as Holy Trinity. Okay, but the truth that's is, bad. my friend once called me snacks. She named me that one time. She has never called me it ever in my entire life, nor has any other human being. But I absolutely love it. So that's what I call myself. <laughs> I can, I'm all right with that. There's just something, so I'm, I think I'm okay it's with totally that. fine to self gloss. It's, it's a case by case basis. Holy Trinity is just rubbing me the wrong way. Holy Trinity is just not a good name. They could have had, they should have been something else. Maybe they should have called themselves the Troika. Um, the only two people Jordan would possibly lose against are Fessy and Nelson. I mean, maybe. Oh my God. If Nelson beat Jordan. That would be epic. That oh would be my God. Epic. Could you imagine? Could, could, you, could imagine? you imagine this podcast? Ooh. Could you imagine? I don't Facebook? even know. I don't even know what I would say. I would just be Facebook like, Facebook would what? burn down. That would just be crazy. Um, okay. So then we move on. We go into the Jenna Kayla discussion. Um, and this Jenna's talking to Kayla, just sort of reassuring where Kayla's at and seeing that Kayla is going to be okay. She's not giving into Bear's, you know, fucking seduction and all of that shit, everything that he's been trying. Um, but I mean, it wasn't like too much there. Obviously, Kayla's still trying to deny it. She's just pushing off her feelings as much as humanly fucking possible. But what I want to know is what her timeline is with her relationship with Sam. After she did this season, she went to mm. London. Did she meet Sam when she was in London that trip? Or when did they meet? I really, I I'm I dying to know. With it. I'm I, dying I don't know, to know what Kayla's got going on. By the way, look, I'm not gonna sit here and and like stand Mikey P or anything or defend him, but the dude couldn't even get his name mentioned on the show. They talked about him <laughs> for half oh, the episode. Boyfriend. He, that had to hurt him. That had to hurt him watching that. Not not just hurt him watching his girlfriend make out with Bear and his huge boner but also to like be watching like final people depending on who you talk to have said Mikey (laughs) would really like to be on these shows and the first time he finally makes it on like in the form of conversation they don't even drop his name it's funny because when the whole thing with Polly was happening Danielle's name was definitely dropped yeah absolutely you know what I mean so great and anytime Tony got into hot water like his oh yeah Alyssa yeah whoever he was with at the time would, would be getting brought up absolutely um okay so then we have d and west strategizing this was pretty cool they talk about how they're gunning for jordan uh i love watching d and west strategize i think now i have a different perspective on it as well after interviewing her which was really fun um and the whole gunning for jordan thing though to me the way that bananas responded to it to west later in the episode he was like you cannot go for someone of that caliber and think there's not going to be repercussions i like the way that he spoke about that you know it 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 showed because bananas isn't someone who underestimate his competitors yeah he shit talks a lot but he's also aware of who's good you know and who's going to be an yeah. issue and so that yeah. showed that it showed that mutual respect that he has for jordan um, oh anthony says that he thinks jemmy set 
up Kayla and Sam after X on the Peak. That that makes sense. Oh, that does make sense. Yeah. I, I didn't watch that season, so I thought maybe Kayla was on that season, but then I realized she wouldn't have been because she still would have been with someone. Um, yeah. Okay, so then we go into the Daily Challenge. Uh, and this was pretty cool. Right when they come out, there is a car going on its side, which is very fun and exciting to see. It has one of those wheels on the other end that will like bounce off the ground if it goes too far over. Yeah, if it, yeah, if it, if it, if it cool. screws up, I love it. that wheel. That wheel was like my favorite part of the fucking challenge. Um, so anyways, it's called Bomb Squad. They're competing in teams of four. Their goal is to detonate a bomb. Each person has a job. The first player rides in the car and reads numbers that are hidden on top of containers that form a math equation. They then communicate that math equation to player two via radio. Once player two gets the math equation solved, they run the answer to player three, who uses that answer to decode a puzzle um, and gets gets the three colors of... um, of rods to player four who then races them to the bomb to detonate and to put them inside. So it was like this whole little relay race of whatever the fuck to get to the bomb. Now game design wise, it was like, they were just trying to string things along, string things together. Yeah. Um, I wish it was an individual challenge that had more to do with the car where they had to collect flags along the way or something like that. And the yeah, car it was, was another one of those things where it, it was cool and it was better than some of the other dailies this season, but it was another thing that was designed around a set piece designed around, mm. Oh, look at this. It pops. It's a car driving on two wheels and not necessarily the substance of the challenge itself. That That's really like the common theme yeah. that we're seeing more and more on the show these days. Yo, Greg just blew my fucking mind. I that? did not know this at all. Greg says that that runway that the, the, the daily took no place on way. is the same runway from the cutthroat final. That is so cool. That's major. I didn't know that. That's the same runway as the fucking cutthroat. And now final. you can just picture it. I can wow. picture it. That's honestly sick. Yeah. When you think, I mean, yeah. When you look at that, that's crazy. I can I see did... Jen and, and Emily just walking down that runway two hours behind everyone else. Why don't they say this stuff on the show? Why doesn't TJ say that? I know, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Jeff Probst would definitely say that. <laughs> he would yeah, be like, he and would. back to where we were, you know, during so-and-so's original season. Like, oh, why is man. that not shared? Um, so yeah, this is another big metal piece that didn't serve as much of a purpose as I was hoping. I thought that, uh, collecting flags, individual challenge would have been fucking sick. There's also an issue with this setup for daily challenges that we've seen pop up every single challenge now, which is the fact that once the main portion or the main struggle of these kind of challenges is solved, whether it be a puzzle, a math equation, once that thing is solved, everybody else knows the answer or knows how to do it. Yeah. Because they're they're all sharing it, right? Bailey that's what, is, I, that's what I was wondering. Swaggy is sharing the answer to Bailey, and so and so is sharing the answer to that person. So they're at, at by the end, nobody's actually solving it. Yeah, I figured that they would change it up for for each team. Same, a different math then, equation. Yeah. Then I saw the same numbers and the same colors, and 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 also the everybody who has gone or hasn't gone, they're all standing there watching the final stretch. So you can see what colors they're carrying. Absolutely. That was the strange. Whole, the whole thing is just set up to really uh, um, disadvantage the first team that goes. And that's what happened yeah. when, you know, Jay went and he really fucked it up. I also thought that when Jay fucked up, they were going to spin him around and he would do it again. I didn't think that yeah. it was going to be an instant loss. I thought that there was going to be another shot. I think right away that was, I mean, in terms, not that there was too much strategy that you could use on, on a daily like this, but in for, for the first team, it was definitely bad strategy to have Jay in the car, you know, he's, 
he's yeah, but how would a you rookie. Even... Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, a rookie. Yeah, but I don't you know, think they realized how hard that was going to be. I yeah, don't think I, I mean, it's it's definitely a it's a hindsight criticism on my part, but you know, it would make sense to me. Like, they probably would have been better off having Wes in the car, having Jay at the table, or yeah, yeah, that's and, true. So first up was Jay's team. It was um, team number one: Jay, Kayla, Wes, Nani. Early Jay in saying they changed the colors every time. I don't think they did. Mm, or maybe like one did. maybe one of the no colors? it was just because just because one of the teams got the wrong colors and then the colors were different for that purple and green seemed to be in there every oh, okay time so the maybe the right. maybe the colors were different but the numbers were absolutely the same it was 219 that was the correct answer so you could figure it out either way early and stop bullying me <laughs> don't bully me okay i'm Probably sensitive shut up, you bully okay so then so then um uh then they obviously get an equation. Team number two goes up. It's Tori, Bear, D, and Bananas. Bananas is in the car and Bear is on the math. Who the fuck thought this was going to be a good idea? Honestly, <laughs> who thought that this was going to be a good idea? You have, I can guarantee you that Tori or D would have been better on the math than fucking Bear. Do you know what I'm saying? Or, or switched it up in a different Bear way. Bear said he'd Tori never used a walkie-talkie before. I mean, that's a horrible strategic choice. He's never used a walkie-talkie. Also, He's what a never held life. a walkie-talkie. I loved walkie-talkies as a kid. We used to get them all the time and talk around my house. Yeah, walkie-talkies were very fun. That, 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 was, that was a good time growing up. That was a great time. Walkie-talkies are the shit. If you get, ever go to a festival, get walkie-talkies. It is unbelievable. Like, get ones with really big distance. It's so much fucking fun. You can chat to your friends, find where everyone is. They have ones that do a little buzzer, too. Um, okay, so then Team 3 went. Maddie, Rogan, Nelson, and Big T. Maddie was in the car. Rogan was on the math. Rogan solves it, but he gets 239, which ends up being the wrong answer. But he brings that answer to Nelson, who grabs green, yellow, and purple. Uh, then Big T runs those whoa, rods whoa, whoa. to the bomb. <laughs> Don't skip over the best part of the entire daily show. What is the best part of what Nelson? My guy, featured. Nelson Thomas. This guy takes off <laughs> full sprint. You guys, I swear. Oh, and if Nelson you rewind, sprinted, guys. It's the best part of the, the whole episode. show. I am not lying. Rewind the episode. And at, at, when Nelson is sprinting, when you get to that part, look behind him you will see that there are little flames i'm not kidding you there were little flames left on the pavement it looked like back to the future shut the fuck up oh my god nelson sprinting <laughs> nelson running in slow-mo nelson was killing it this episode his confessionals oh my god imagine like there was a little flames and then somebody came and lit a J just in one of the little flames <laughs> <laughs> that was absolutely brilliant <laughs> oh my that's god that's so random i i'll take it beautiful that's, that's a beautiful that's idea it's a, I'm, that's I'm great repurposing flames anyway so then um then then big t runs the rods to the bomb she puts them in she can find them unlike a cory uh and it's the wrong code <laughs> so the bomb does not explode then we get team number four this is casey swaggy josh and jenny uh this is pretty much team big brother i was excited to watch them go you got casey in the car swaggy on math swaggy likes to call himself a day trader but i'm pretty sure he's like one of those forex and options traders which i mean don't get me started like don't even get me that started. was awesome Dude, <laughs> but... swaggy the way he hypes himself up is great i can tell that it's annoying some people but it's just like <laughs> the humble bragging is incredible <laughs> these numbers this is nothing to me i'll do this in five seconds i spent I spent two summers as a as a day trader running numbers. 
Whoa. He's been making loads of money now day trading. Or de- I can't even call it day trading. He's forex trading. He um he, he he's been posting shit like all over that people have been hating because it's insensitive. People are losing money right now, which you know, mind you, I do understand. Don't get me wrong, but I think he's hilarious. But let's not get it twisted. He's definitely not like a fucking day trader. All right, he's he's. <laughs> Swaggy has it all figured out. He knows how to just like do a little bit of something just to legitimize himself just enough that he can use it. So like he played D1 basketball, but he only played, you know, like two games. He only played like five minutes in his career. Right. But he played D1 basketball. He went on Big Brother, but he went out really early. Right. Yeah. Really. But He was still on Big Brother. he was a day trader right he was running numbers maybe he worked like two days running numbers you know what i appreciate that yeah what i actually appreciate i want to do that i actually fucking appreciate that because i so you guys know like i'm i'm slow it's funny autumn just got here autumn we gave you a shout out earlier oh Um, nice she mentioned that you know we we upload all of our audio late and things like that and the truth is like i'm a perfectionist but you shouldn't be a perfectionist in life because the most important thing is deadlines. It doesn't really matter about getting everything perfect. And that's something that I've always yeah. had to work on is letting go of that, right? And so in a way, Swaggy is able to let go of that and just do things, right? Get things out there, just get them done. Who cares if they're not done perfectly? So, you know what, props to him for that. I will agree with you on that. I will. Swaggy is the weak, weak rookie, not Jay. I, I don't know. Yeah, Jay is in here throwing takes. He, he was asking when JG is going to come back to the show. He might be JG. This might be JG's account. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Um, okay, so this team ends up doing really well. You got Casey in the car. She kills it. She gives Swaggy the, the numbers. Swaggy solves the solution. He gets it. It's 219. Josh takes the rods to Jenny. Jenny goes and detonates the bomb, and it goes off. And that's the first team to complete it. Then uh, the next team is team five, Melissa, Bailey, Kyle, and Corey. Melissa's in the car. We all know she's pregnant. She's fucking in the car sideways, all right? Two months pregnant. I mean, this must be crazy for her to watch back thinking about that. That just must be nuts. That's I, I was I was watching the bear fire extinguisher video all week because it's, it's truly one of the, the funniest things I've ever seen. Like, I can't stop <laughs> laughing at it. And Melissa is front row when he sprays that thing. And I'm just like, this pregnant woman got doused oh God, the poor by child. a fire extinguisher. <laughs> That's oh, so true. I didn't even think about that when that happened. Wow. Yeah. Um, anyway, so then Bailey's on math. Bailey gets this equation. We don't know if she did it herself or if Swaggy gave it to her. I listen, I don't think Bailey like can't do the math. I'm sure she can. She's a very smart person, but I'm just assuming Swaggy gave her the answer. Cause that's, you know, what a good boyfriend would do. I'd be pissed off if mine wouldn't give me the fucking answer. Um, <laughs> then Kyle solves the puzzle. He decodes it. Corey runs the rods to the detonator. And this is where we get um, another one of Corey's brilliant moments. If this, you was, will. this was great. And he can't find the fucking bomb to put the rods into. He's like looking around thinking that it's somewhere else. And then this is where we get confirmation for one of our conspiracy theories, which mm. is that Corey drops the line. Oh, I thought maybe it was going to be put into after effects. I thought maybe the explosion was going to be put in as effects after the fucking facts, Guys, we've been saying this. We've been saying this, these explosions that make no sense. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, people. A lot of them look like fucking mini sets with little mini explosions to me. They look like fucking After Effects. They don't look real yep. in my eyes. And now we just got confirmation, you know? So that's I huge. can't believe they left that in on Same. the edit. Same. Same. I was shocked at that. That's like a, that's a bit of juice that they just gave us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it confirms everything we said about the, the daily that CT won that people 
we're yeah. like so happy about that he won. Yeah. Where we didn't even get a shot of the fucking explosion behind ZT, but we just got like this huge walking in front of it. <sighs> Jennifer's set. killing it. I love Jennifer's write-ups because it's like she gets to she gets to like our she thinks on our level. Like she mm. she makes our points before we ever do. And she's just on it. I completely agree. If you guys have not checked out Jennifer's recaps yet, um, you better. Hers will be out tomorrow for this week. So stay tuned for that. Um, okay, so then it was team six. This was Fessy, Anissa, Jordan, and Jenna. Fessy was in the car, Anissa was on the math. Again, we don't know if Anissa actually solved this or if she just got the answer. Jordan decodes. Jenna goes to the bomb. They smash it. They do really well. And then we get to um, TJ announcing the winners. Now, oh, well, I, hold on. I, I, Jomara is right. I was thinking this too. Jenna like started walking towards the explosion. That shit looked dangerous to me. She yeah. took like two steps towards it before she, it blew up. She walked right towards the fucking explosion. I forgot that that even happened. That was pretty crazy. She And they commented on it too. Everybody else was like, look at her walking straight. I mean, yeah. That's, that's... Oh yeah, her run, her run was really funny. She's just casually <laughs> running and smiling. It was very Jenna. Uh, what did she say? Um, oh, and Greg says, that Jordan, the... Greg says that Jordan was carrying one of the rods in his left hand. That's pretty fucking boss. He, he can do a lot with that hand. It's pretty impressive. Um, whoa shiny that was (laughs) what this is like a family show that was kind of like really provocative and unsavory what you said this is not a fucking family show if you guys are watching this with your family then your family is cool well the challenge is a family show (laughs) they're supposed to be nice to each other and not make contact with one another and the challenge is a family show just like that no the challenge is not a family show some people some people might think <laughs> otherwise actually it could be a family show depending i mean i watched it when i was 10 but not with my parents um okay so then jenna also makes a confessional did you catch this part where she instead of saying detonate says like um like destiny demonstrates i think she said or yeah, something, like something that. fucking hilarious like I, that was obviously fake you know there's no way that she actually said that that was just no yeah so put I, on. yeah Jenna's entire and Jenna I love you I know you'll never see this so it's good Jenna's entire output for this season has been scripted 100% she's getting fed lines and situations from producers for confessionals and now she's got this whole FaceTime angle with Zach what other cast members Uh, are they showing in there well it shows her possibly leaving so I think maybe that's the storyline oh does it does it uh designate Destiny. We, we've got a couple different answers for what people think she said greg said uh jenna's been hanging out with nelson too much that's hilarious <laughs> uh so then tj announces the winners and it's team four which was surprising to me because they were the first ones to get the math right so they ended up doing really well um they smashed that uh and this is both casey and swaggy second time in the tribunal right i mean they're yes. doing fucking well guys they're doing well for rookies and for coming on from big brother i was super impressed with that um and then we have josh making a little hit towards west which i thought was slightly unnecessary but he was like pack your bags weston uh unnecessary but also hilarious and then west replies with it reeks of jealousy and tj starts sniffing (laughs) he's like "Ooh, it does let's smell that (laughs) like i was like tj please that's fucking hilarious like just stop right now Uh, i don't really think that josh is jealous of wes i think that 
Wes lured Josh into a rivalry that he doesn't want to partake in. And now he wants to seem like the cool guy that's not in the rivalry. But he absolutely lured him in there. I don't think this is all just... It's like one of those things where somebody tries to make you believe that everything's in your head, but it's definitely not just all in your head. Wes is trying to act like this is just in Josh's head. Mm, I don't know, Wes. You seem a little bit bothered to me. You seem yeah. slightly bothered. Yeah, th- there's definitely, uh, bro, you seem a little mad about it is, is what I'm noticing. Also, I just want to say that um, if, if Nelson's team, if Rogan had gotten the math right, Nelson's team would have won hands down just because nelson ran so fast because of his sprint, his sprint they would have smoked that yeah they would have smoked everyone's time his sprint with the flames um all right so then we have the nomination scramble this is where jay and jenna are talking and jenna flat out says she will not vote for jordan no it can't do jordan uh jenna's just like flat out lying to jay which i mean mazel tov to her you know because i didn't think that she could flat out lie to people then we have bananas giving Wes advice telling Wes to chill out. And this is where we see Nani say that she's, uh, she's onto them. We've seen two people say that they're onto Wes and Bananas so far this season. The first one was Corey. Yeah. Now it's mm-hmm. Nani. So we'll see how this progresses. I'm curious to see if anybody else is going to catch on and if they're actually going to catch on aggressively. Because Dee said she really had no idea. But somebody's got to know. Somebody's got to notice at one point. It's elimination number fucking five, six, and nobody's mentioned you know, the other one's name. Makes no sense uh then we have the nominations i did you know that they seclude the tribunal yeah i i think they mentioned that first episode and then they haven't really touched on it since they mentioned that the first episode yeah i do not remember that because i when i saw that in last night's episode i was so confused why they were in a separate room i feel like i don't think that's your fault i mean i I think that's that's the edit's fault like if that didn't stick enough for you to remember like they should make a bigger point of it honestly yeah. like it's a key part of the game this th- one thing that happened last week apparently I, I saw online and it was great because you know I, I wasn't really happy with with how kind of overproduced and scripted I thought last week's episode came off apparently they had a, an editing error production had an error where Ooh. um they it was a continuity error because at one point Ashley's talking and like complaining during what's supposed to be the nominations part but you can see her name already on the board, like as the person chosen to go in. And then they go no back and way. they keep doing votes. And then that's when Ashley gets up on the table and puts her name on the board. But you had already seen her name on the board. It was, it was one of those things. Shit. I love when people catch that kind of stuff. That yeah, is, yeah, it was a good catch. That's great. Uh, it's like when people find Starbucks cups and stuff in random sitcoms and shit that are not meant to be there. Like they're casting. Oh, yeah. Those. Like the, the Starbucks <laughs> cup on, on Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah that, was, exactly. that was a big, big scandal. <laughs> that was a big scandal when that happened. Yeah. Um, okay, so Wes starts the vote and he votes for Kyle. He's assuming it's a burn vote. Uh, at that point, I kind of thought it was going to be maybe a, a trickle down effect. We might get a, a Britney situation. Yeah, we might get some Kyle votes. I was like, shit, what is going on here? Well, guys, believe it or not, Wes uh, knows better than Britney how the votes will go. So that's that's good. <laughs> he, he properly burned it that's true um, that's very true um so then we get nelson who votes for bear and jay votes for bear and Corey votes for bear what do you think about these votes for bear from your guy why were they going for bear because nelson has always played this way he does not want to uh you know bite from the hand of the older vets that control the game he wants to try and have that control 
Uh, it is something that I admire about the way he plays, but has unfortunately bit him a couple times, except of course in the one season where he was running the majority Alliance and got screwed out of the game. But Hey guys, we're not going to talk about that for the oh, time, well, we? Yeah. We won't talk about that. Yeah. We won't talk about to- that again. I know you hate talking about that. <laughs> I do. It's like our bad repressed memory. God, my fucking hair. I can't get it it's straight. It's the trauma. Did you got quarantine hair? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't had, I haven't gotten a haircut since the day that the world shut down. I was smart enough to go to my barber shop that day and I haven't been able to go back since. You know, you don't realize how important haircuts are to guys until they can't get them anymore. That's it's, yeah. it's really it's revolutionary, revolutionary. All right. So then the votes swing off. We get Rogan who shows love for bear and he votes for Jay. Then um, bear bananas and Kyle vote for Jay. Fessy votes for bear joining the little big brother crew. Jordan votes for himself. Kayla votes for bear. And Pear goes, Kayla is my girlfriend. <laughs> she loves me. <laughs> I fucking love the guy. He's hilarious. Uh, and then you got D, Tori, Maddie, Nani, Melissa, and they all vote for Jay, just back to back to back. And obviously Jenna voting for Jay and all that. I mean, pretty much lied to him and then voted for him. I, I don't, I understand it's easier to vote, but it's just easier to have a scapegoat. I get where they're coming from. But as a viewer, it's always so frustrating because you get so emotionally attached to the underdogs. You get so yeah. emotionally attached to them. I mean, think about Camilla and Brandon. I mean, RIP Camilla as like a human that you could be attached to. Uh, but 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 back then when Cutthroat came out and they were constantly voted into elimination, you were just, you were rooting for them. I was rooting for them big time. They had taken out so many people. You wanted them to keep coming back. Uh, they were the scapegoats, but it was a strategy that's been Yeah, people proven. people really held on deeply to that emotional connection they felt for Camilla and Brandon Mm. during that season um yeah because it's it's because it's it's natural it's a natural instinct to want to root for the the person who's you know being persecuted almost yeah I I I totally agree for I I totally really funny because then Camilla persecuted um okay so then so also the thing about the votes that, that is bothering me is that um, it's been very edited to the point where there's people who are voting and you're, you're not seeing their votes. Apparently, uh, I think I saw Bailey saying on Twitter that someone voted for her. She or or, or no, no, she, I'm sorry. It was, it was good. She voted. Oh. Yeah, she voted for someone and they didn't catch like, like, you know, like you're not seeing who Bailey voted for. But I think she voted for someone differently than, than the other people whose names were shown. Yeah, I wish we would see all of that. I hate when they try. I can understand as a time constraint, though, at times they have to just cut things out to, you know, they. Yeah, I get it. I mean, that you could just do like a quick edit through. Just start showing everyone saying, okay, Jordan, Jay, Jordan, Jay, Nelson. I know, but they want to make it look nice. Like from a production standpoint, I can understand it. But they should release the votes. Survivor's been releasing the votes. You know what I mean? Yeah, Survivor's at least making sure we kind of get that information. Yeah, kind of. Day later. Um, then we have the night out. They had a DM word song. Did you hear that? When, when yeah. I think you're freaky, but I like you a lot. Ooh. Yeah, that was the second uh, most memorable musical cue of the episode. We'll obviously get to the, the most memorable one soon. What was your most memorable? Anyway, that was my most memorable. I was fucking pleased when that song came on. Well, there there was a very prominently featured song in this episode. So we'll, we'll talk we'll about the music later. Yeah, uh, they rented the whole bar this time which was cool they had the whole bottom space it was like an underground spot it looked fucking sick i don't know if you're feeling this but i'm dying watching the night out scenes now that i can't go out like it's it's hard for me to watch them i feel i haven't thought about it like that i've i have been craving a party so badly like we just had yom hatsmau which is israel independence day 
and it is the funnest fucking day ever. And I couldn't do shit for Yom Hatzmo. Usually there's like a side trans party you go to. Solomon was playing at the fucking beach in Tel Aviv. Everybody had tickets to that. Like there was so much going on that everything was canceled. It's sad. It was sad. So I've been craving that. I've been craving that a fucking lot. I can't, I can't watch them go out and drink and party. It's sad to me. It's like, well, it's like the, seeing cake and you can't eat it. I agree. I do kind of wish that like the, the night out scenes used to be so messy. They're just not that messy anymore. Right. Like they try and mm. force a little drama into the screen but they used to be messy. Like the cast members used to be a little bit younger. People didn't used to give as much of a fuck and used to have, you know, Johnny on cutthroat, legit pushing a guy down a flight of steps or uh, Anissa throwing <laughs> her drink on Kellyanne on bloodlines oh my God, or Jen getting in. Oh my God. Jen getting in Cara's face on rivals. Was that, I think that was rivals where I Jen's clapping Jen. in Cara's face. Yes. Is like, just, See, but I didn't like Jen at the time, alcohol? but. Are they yeah, capping alcohol this time? Because I feel like they're not as drunk. Yeah, I, I agree. I, they, they must be. It's it's true, though. They're not as messy. Like, why aren't yeah, they like getting we're, we're not getting Tony <laughs> all the shit that Tony used to do. Um, all the shit that Tony used to do. Just Tony, yeah. period. Uh, it's so true. That actually is, that's like a good fucking point. They've been so, it doesn't even seem like they're really getting that drunk. Although we know that the Brits get drunk. Uh, maybe they're trying to be more of a family show, like you said, Zach. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think we know. <laughs> Maybe they're being more of a family show. Oh, right, and, so. and Greg, Greg, Greg brings up a great point. They should go to the bar in Prague from Cutthroat. So, so John, Johnny can be like, oh, yeah, that's the staircase that I pushed that guy down a decade Oh, my God, that's ago. hilarious. They actually, they should revisit more, like, from Cutthroat. That's, I love that stuff. Um, who's, somebody commented... Corey commented they're capping alcohol plus people are more serious since it's 1 million now which yeah, makes sense so. that's true it's become less of like going on for fun and more going on and going for the fucking money a million is a lot people are yeah people it, de it definitely is i mean compared to what they used to get you you were making like 50k if you were splitting it right after tax everything you know first place yeah it was nothing yeah, I mean, right the, on cutthroat they they won what like twenty thousand each I think they split 250. That's so sad when you think about yeah. what they make now. Um, yeah. Okay, so then we had uh, Wes talking to Nelson. Since when is playing possum a thing on the fucking challenge? Like, where is that? Is that a normal phrase? They're, they're using it this season as if that's a phrase using that's it been a around. It, it, I just, I get the sense that some of these things, like somebody does something and it just catches on. So I feel like Wes told someone I'm playing possum and that was like, you know, his mission statement going in. And I think it just spread. I think, everyone, you know, somebody said, hey, Wes told me he's playing possum. Everyone's like, Wes is playing possum. It's like when Natalie first came on the show on Vendettas, because I swear, and I'll, I'll have to go back and confirm, but before Vendettas, nobody ever talked about their game so much. Nobody was ever like, my uh, game, my game, mm -hmm. your game, your game. And then once Natalie came on, she kept saying, my game, my game, my game is this. I play a game like this. She always says game, by the way. Johnny plays a scare, you know, uh, Devin plays a scared That's game. Hilarious. And all of a sudden, everybody started saying my game from that point. I just figured that was like a big brother thing coming in. 
Oh yeah, it actually is a Big Brother thing. That's a huge Big Brother thing. So it's true. I mean, they're bringing it over. But yeah, playing possum, like the fuck now? That's all of a sudden a challenge slang word. That, that yeah, we that's just a new one. Know. Hit List. Hit List was another one. Once Hit List came out, <laughs> oh, then yeah. it, that was a thing for like two straight seasons. Which is funny because you were saying Hit List long before anybody else brought Hit List onto the challenge. So, I was, wasn't I? So guys, we know where it came from. Innovator. Um, Innovator. <laughs> fucking trendsetter then we have rogan who's begging to go in he's begging the tribunal please let me go in i want to i want to go against jay i think he's easy let me go against him and then we get back to the house and we have kayla and bear i know this is going to be a big topic of discussion for this episode uh kayla bear says he has a girlfriend i did not know that he had a girlfriend obviously the word girlfriend means very little to bear so yeah. um, maybe why he has a girlfriend, girlfriend now by the way does he was he? posting on his Instagram story. He's got one he now. Does. Of course yeah. he does. Let's see if that lasts through the quarantine, you guys. Um, that would be amazing. Wow. <laughs> Actually, no, it'll probably last through quarantine. And then once quarantine is over and there's options, it won't last. If Bear found a way to move on from his girlfriend and hook up with someone else during quarantine, that would just be, I mean, <laughs> man, that'd be a notch in his belt. He, if anybody could, it would be him. So, so. He, he has a girlfriend. Kayla, they're all sitting around having drinks, whatever. And Kayla's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then Bear obviously follows her. What a classic move. Just so classic. Mm. You know, Kayla's putting that little trap too. That was a bit of Kayla there. I'm going to the bathroom. Why are you announcing that? Why are you announcing where exactly it is you're going? Like, that was a little bit of a sneaky little move there. That's a little something that girls pull. Then Bear follows her down. And they start hooking up. And this is where we have the shot of Bear with a raging heart on. Like, hold raging. on. Also, no, no, cue, raging. Th this is the main musical cue because <laughs> when they're flirting with each other at the sink, all of a sudden you start, you, you hear, you hear the shaker kicking in. You, you hear the chimes <laughs> kicking in. And it's, it's offspring pretty fly for a white guy continuing the streak of mid to late 90s. Oh, shit. Music. I didn't even hear that. I didn't even yeah. notice that. We have had all different kinds of alternative 90s music. Um, you, you had, like we said, Blue, Blue Monday, the Blue Monday cover by Orgy. You had Celebrity Skin by Hole. Now we have Offspring, Pretty Fly for a White Guy. This is all very intentional. Someone is doing this. Oh, there was a Linkin Park song. This is like, someone is clearly saying, okay, I'm going to like, this is my range for the soundtrack for this. Yeah, I'm bringing season. this in. I'm bringing. Yeah, we, we need to interview and the fucking scorer. Yeah, I could. I could do this shit easily. Like somebody should. If if they were like, okay, we need a whole soundtrack. We need one mid to late '90s song per episode. Like they should have hired me to do this shit. I would have been like, okay. Here's the fucking corn song that we're gonna use. See, and that Here's is the why fucking I 311 song that we're gonna in use. 1999. I didn't I, I just I just really liked that time you know but so anyways let's get back to Bear's boner um Corey has a really good point I want to talk about this it's amazing how Bear lies slash cheats yet yet remains so likable to mostly everyone a remarkable talent he has and you want to know what I really believe that Bear is the type of person who has under promised and over delivered on every single occasion when it comes to his morality right? Because he puts himself out there as if he's not shit when it comes to moral and ethical decisions. But then he ends up doing things that are really kind and sweet and endearing. And you're like, shit, he's so cute and sweet and endearing, as opposed to looking at all the shit he's done and thinking, oh, he's such a shitty person, right? So that he has that kind of ability. And he's also the type who's really honest about it. He does not pretend like he has the moral high ground ever. 
Never, yeah. ever, ever does he pretend like he is doing the right thing. And I think that is something that is so important when it comes to analyzing versus the hate versus other people, right? And it, yes. you know, Jessica brought up a good point, or was it, no, sorry, it was uh, Hannah and Hannah's hit list. She brought up a phenomenal point about how uh, she wonders if Bear is going to receive the same hate that Paul, that uh, Cara did when she was pursuing Polly about a girlfriend, right? And that's such a, to me, that's a big eye-opening question because when I think of, the car incident i was disgusted by her behavior i mean not like mm. crazy disgusted but i was just like yeah you shouldn't have done that girl right or it just wasn't a good look when i look at bear's behavior i definitely feel a different way i think all right shoot your shot why do i feel that way Here, here's <laughs> why and, and there is absolute in this specific incident i uh, incident i do think it is more explainable but there is obviously a huge stigma of of guys versus girls that's true and and the way that people frown upon girls doing doing stuff like this versus a charismatic guy who can get away with it that that's absolutely in play here however the thing about bear is that bear is a self-admitted slag as he says right mm. bear knows the shit that he pulls he doesn't hide it and also as far as i can tell bear's not the kind of guy who's going to go around like insulting a woman for being like so you know for 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 doing anything like bear's not going to call a chick a slut he's going to mm. call himself a slut right that's very true Kara got herself into hot water because one as people mentioned like abe was a, a fan favorite so she definitely caught slack for that but the the part that the the what i thought was a worse look for Kara was when the tony camilla thing happened on dirty 30 and and Kara was saying you know tony you got a, you got a girl at home you got kids at home you're a dog she said all that stuff and then, you know, she literally came out two seasons later with what happened with Polly mm. and that whole mess. So that is is something that she, uh, you know, she she burned herself a little bit on that. Like, I'm, I'm not going to say anything about I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to slut shame anyone for doing anything. But in that regard, I can see why people got upset with Kara for, you know, real uh really being critical of someone for doing something and then doing the same thing in pretty much the same exact situation in front of the same cameras yeah it's really true it's the energy it's the energy thing right keep the same energy this is the line we keep hearing non-stop fuck i might even make a merch of that i just thought of it now right keep the same energy it's, it's constant constant saying yeah. that we here in the fan community and i do think that that actually plays a role in what's happening. And I will agree to some extent, there is always going to be that double standard or not always. I do think it's fading more and more, but there is still that double standard. There is still the stigma. There is still the stigma on women in this regard. And, and I also think with Kara, she's somebody who a lot of people, uh, you know, either hate or love. She's a very controversial character. And she also responds into a lot of that controversy a lot more. She also gives into a lot of the trolls a lot more, or at least back then she did, right? I think she's done a mm -hmm. lot less of that now. Um, we're talking about that time period. And so that all kind of plays into it. But what it boils down to for me, for sure, is just the way in which Bear carries himself with this kind of stuff. He yeah. does not hold himself to any kind of standard. He's honest about it. He knows he's a piece of shit when it comes to this stuff. He's not expecting himself to be anything more than that. He's, and he's not malicious. And that's a huge factor because somebody can really fuck up and really hurt you, but they might not have meant it at all. And you might know they really didn't mean it at all. And that actually makes a difference. That actually yeah. really makes a difference because somebody who is living their life purely to have fun and to have a laugh and to just like enjoy themselves is a really different 
vibe when they hurt you, when they come at you with something. And it's the same sort of thing that people have been saying as to why they were more upset with Ashley than Bear, where Bear like shot a whole fire extinguisher and Ashley shot a bit of fucking saliva. And that's because, you know, Ashley's was, was intended to get Bear in that kind of way versus yeah. Bear who was really not malicious. And so I do, I do get that. And I do really see that. And I, and it's kind of proof. Well, I think what I would like to see though, is maybe a female version of Bear where they really have uh, a lot of self-awareness. They're aware of their flaws and they own them constantly and they love themselves and they have um, this, they exude this sort of confidence and charisma that he has. I want to see what they could get away with because I don't feel like we have a comparable female character to him. We don't. I totally agree with that. Well, okay. In the UK, we might. And that would be Charlotte Crosby. That's what it is. I that think would it's be a Charlotte Crosby. Charlotte Crosby yeah. to me would be the the female version of Bear. I know Carlton can attest to this. Anybody else who watches Geordie Shore might be able to attest to this. And I feel like she gets very little hate. Very very mm-hmm. little hate. She's not as um, uh, annoying as Bear in that way, but she's very much so like unapologetic. She's like peed her pants loads. You know what I mean? Like she's just she's just one of those people who's just like super honest and authentic and themselves and really open about all of their flaws in that way and so self-aware and i and so i do think that that is comparable and she doesn't really get the same hate at all she doesn't i mean she doesn't get the hate that you know cara got and if charlotte cheated or did something fucked up like i can i can a hundred percent guarantee that she would not get the hate that cara got for that and so i do think that you know we can look at it that way and there is is slight equality there when you see the responses mind you she still gets a lot of the stupid stuff that women get like you know body shaming and that kind of stuff when it comes to Mm -hmm. that specifically and in that genre you know in the similar way that bear did then yeah i think it's about like who owns it and who's not spreading negativity about shit like jonathan said and 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 i do agree cara has a history of attacking other women particularly like other women that are on the show like she Kara has passed a lot of judgment on people and that's why it looks so much worse when she does some of the same shit when she screws up like that that's why it's harder for her yeah. uh bear doesn't really attack anyone like that bear just does his thing he knows what he is and he like he's not going to insult anyone for doing the same shit that he does if anything it just benefits him more yeah that's um, so true i also um um Shoot, what was I going to say in regards to Bear? Okay, it's fine. I lost my train of thought there. Whoopsies. I'm sorry, you guys. It's a very good thought, though. I'll dig it out and I'll think about it. <laughs> um, so then we get uh, then we get the cameras catching them hooking up. We get the raging heart on. And Kayla makes a comment that people really disliked, uh, that she didn't th- think the cameras caught her. Now, they have huge camera setups. They have people with mics. They've got, I mean, this is like crew, right? That are following them around with the cameras. So when it's just the wall cameras, the ceiling cameras, and you're a bit drunk, you might not notice them. That's totally normal. So for people to get like all worked up that these people might ever think that they're not on camera on a reality show, it happens, you guys. They're not always on camera. There's plenty of times where they're off fucking camera. So it's really feasible that they wouldn't catch it. I am not going to hate on Kayla. And I agree with what you're saying. But the more I'm watching this, I'm starting to get the sense that it it legit feels to me like Bear and Kayla signed a contract at, like before the season started or something. It, it was like it, what, they it had feels to like B, yeah, it feels like BMP sent them a contract. They were like, okay, you agree to come on the season, and you and Bear are going to hook up with each other. All right, sure. <laughs> like Kayla just seems like there's some parts where Kayla does seem like she's she's just you know she's putting on an act. She's really trying to lean into this. Story no, line. I think the act that she's putting on is trying to deny Bear's 
Bear's uh, attempts. Yeah, definitely, definitely that. Definitely I think that. that's. I think that's what's maybe coming off is that she just keeps trying to de- like say no, yeah. but some guys really have the ability to actually turn you into like wanting to get with them. That's true. That's true. Were you shocked to see Bear with just such a blatant, huge boner? on mtv like, <laughs> we, we've talked about this you know there's there's uh less strict standards for reality television in other countries but in the u.s they tend to be very strict i feel like this is something that typically would be blurred out so i don't know if they true. missed it i think they missed it because i missed it my first time watching it through how could you it. miss it he's I, didn't, I wasn't looking at that i honestly didn't catch it but now i know like look in the crotch area look you know, pay i don't want to give I don't want to give uh, the women in this chat a little too much inside baseball on how guys work it, but for fellow uh, give men, give us some inside baseball. Give us some inside for, baseball. For fellow men, seeing the way that Bear had to had to cover uh, some of this stuff up, it's like we we all know this. He did the classic. What do you do? I when, did, honestly, it's funny how I didn't catch any of this when he walked out. First of all, props to Bear. He's wearing sweatpants. He's wearing a tracksuit. Gray sweatpants, might I add, which is a very new trend. He's wearing literally the worst pants that you can be wearing in a house when you're trying to secretly hook up with someone because you can't disguise what's going on. It's loose material that's getting pushed out. Okay, it's tight sweatpants that's getting pushed out. You can't hide it. So bare. And guys, you know, back me up if if this is ever something you had to do. (laughs) He walks out of the bathroom with his hand in his pocket so that he can cover that's hilarious like that's fucking hilarious that was his tactic just like holding it down just holding it down wait Honestly, carlton is in my head this it's carlton's fucking in my head every single comment he's been putting down i've been saying and it with the delay <laughs> with the delay out. i'm probably saying it right after he's commenting it but i was like great up man great up man um that's a thing. he so honestly the music the the music guy fucked up they should have gone from pretty fly for a white guy and then when bear walks out of the bathroom they should have gone right into alanis morissette one hand in my pocket and he's walking <laughs> out his fucking hand in his pocket be to hilarious. cover it up oh my All god that'd be hilarious i i can i can imagine you know young bear in uh in high school or, or in in uni back in the day as the brits say maybe running themselves into the same situation greg on it greg i see you alanis morissette reference miss we're in lockstep with the people tonight bear is uh bear is one of those guys who probably got a boner like every five seconds when he was 16 you know what i mean like he was one of those guys just tried it on with every single girl in the high school every single great. girl i mean he still does it now i can imagine that all started young we'll we'll, we'll have to put up a uh, put up a poll you know ask asking asking the men out there if they've ever done the hand in the pocket move yeah guys before. guys let us know if you've done the hand in the pocket move Yo, like, i'm i'm not gonna honest. show i'm legit wearing gray sweatpants be, right now, be honest i didn't whoa, do that on purpose whoa we got some coordination yeah um i i, I fuck with bear style hardcore bear wears it, the best shit i love bear's clothes he's he has a phenomenal style but that's a british thing americans dress worse and i'm not gonna take that back I think he also gets hooked up, obviously, by a lot of shit. But, like, I, I remember one live that Bear did where he was wearing this fucking sick Nike windbreaker. It was, like, this gray Nike Ooh. windbreaker. It was so nice. And I looked Love it up, and, you know, it's, it's, like two, it's, like, $250 or something like that. And, you know, Bear's just got a closet <laughs> full of that shit. Yeah, he probably gets a lot of that shit for free. Um, 
<laughs> okay so then we go we're moving away from the hookup guys i know it was so juicy and salacious we want to see more i'm sure that there's going to be more throughout the season uh we then get jay and rogan in the bedroom and jay's calling out rogan saying oh you only want to go if it's physical why don't you want to go all the time da, 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 da. rogan's trying to hide it like well i'm trying to be smart you know they're sort of playing chicken with each other in this um and then we head to purgatory and we see this balls in set up okay it's like this this sort of balls in version it's got a smaller uh um what are we calling that thing a smaller bin to put the ball in it's like right in the middle mm-hmm. kind of looks like a laundry basket if you will at least that's what i thought when i first saw it i was like why is there a laundry basket they're picking up clothes anyways we walk in and uh they start to vote off in the tribunal josh votes for rogan and right after that jay just calls jo- rogan out and he's just like get in here if you're going to come down, Rogan, if, we, if you're going to come down, if you want to come down, then just come down, which I thought was great. Jay has got all the balls in the world. Uh, then Swaggy, Casey, and Jenny obviously vote for Rogan. The tribunals have all been in sync so far. And then TJ announces the fucking elimination, and we get ourselves a bit of a twist. So they have to score a ball into the basket three times, and every round they'll have three tries to score. If they can't get it done, it goes to the other person uh, or it switches off as defense. The whole time, the ball is on fire. Now, I thought the ball was going to be on more fire than it actually was, but it was sort of only lit on the top, which I guess makes sense because of the way gravity is and, like, the way the fire is. It's just going to come yeah. out. But I was expecting, like, a bit more. Um, but it is kind of scary. Could you imagine doing all that with fire? And they, the only thing covering, the, covering their face was some goggles and a uh, robber mask. It looked like Yo, Rogan didn't have – it looked like Rogan didn't have a mask on. Or he didn't have, he like – He pulled it down. He didn't have to pull it on. Yeah, he pulled he it down. down. Yeah. By the way, and I got to give credit to Greg on this one. Rogan straight up looked like a Ghostbuster in his, in his <laughs> oh outfit. Oh, my God. That's so spot on. <laughs> Holy shit. So, somebody's got to Photoshop that. Yeah, they got to get a close-up of, of Rogan like that and put him in with the Ghostbusters. Guys, if you ever have any phenomenal tweets, send them over our way and we'll post them and we will tag you. So, yeah, this was – the outfits really reminded me of the Jordan and – um Ammo elimination. Yeah, that that same get You like up. that? We're, yeah, yeah. We're we pick so up on each other like that. We just finish each other's. <laughs> oh, it's like we finish each other's sentences, right? God damn it. Sorry, I f- fucked it up a little bit. <laughs> Guys, we're going to get that down pat one day. Um, it also reminded me of the outfit that I wore when I went paintballing in Pablo Escobar's house in Colombia. Just like whatever, you know, just like that's a, that. that you could make a whole podcast about that. That's <laughs> it, was, insane. it was so much fun. We played capture the flag at one point, but it was capture the narco, like capture the dealer. And I was, <laughs> I was like the that's kingpin, so I had to go hide and I hid in like this tiny dungeon spot downstairs. No one found me for ages. We had to just call the game. Probably a lot of other people down there that nobody found ever. <laughs> yeah, that's so that's true. that's interesting. <laughs> me and a bunch of dead bodies. Okay, so um. So we end up getting just the first round of this elimination and it's Jay on offense and Rogan on defense and Rogan just pummels Jay. And this has been a super controversial part of the episode. It ends up being a cliffhanger. We don't know what happens. Jay's lying there. He could have broken his arm. Everything is going crazy. People are making chaotic confessionals. Ah, what's happening to Jay? Oh my God. Lots of ooing and aahing. It's just like as if there's delicious food on the table. Um, and and it cuts off right at that point. And then we have all of the fucking fans ensuing with a bunch of bullshit. So Zach, why don't you take this away? Because you've been following this pretty carefully. First of all, not happy with MTV to leave it on the cliffhanger, particularly because of this. Because now 
all I'm seeing, I swear, you guys, every week, it's one thing that happens in the episode and all these people grasp onto it and that's all we hear about. And there's all this ridiculous mm-hmm. debate over the dumbest things. So now, you guys and you girls, I, I'm sorry, I say you guys, you know what I mean. I get that it's 2020, but look, it just, it I still do that. I still do I've that. I've been saying it for 32 years. It just, and I still call people tongue. girls. You I know guys. we should call them women. I know it's hard. It's hard, guys. This is, this is a good jumping off point. Don't be so sensitive about shit. Don't. <laughs> understand what to be sensitive about and what not to be sensitive about we are watching the challenge we are watching a a show that has 35 seasons that people have all these great memories they take out of it of insane shit that happened because there's supposed to be shit that happens on this show that you don't see in your everyday life that's why it entertains you and there are posts popping up all over the place. And on Twitter, I got to throw a little shade at Gamer. I like Gamer, but Gamer is one of the people who's like roasting Rogan for hitting Jay too hard. Yeah, it's People are offended bullshit. at the way that Rogan hit Jay in a it game for a million dollars. Rogan said it. I'm a rugby player. So and not just a game him. for a million, but it's a, it's a game where you're meant to tackle the other person. It's, that's literally the intent of the whole game. Yo, I I was people are calling out Derek because I think people misread Derek's tweet. Derek sent something out. Essentially, he wasn't saying that Rogan is the face of the challenge. He said that like <laughs> that physical image of someone tackling another person—that's the face of the challenge for him. Like, oh yeah, I, I can know, see Derek, that. Derek sometimes struggles to uh, <laughs> properly articulate his thoughts, but that's clearly what he meant. And there's nothing wrong with that. For a lot of people, that's why they love the show. All the crazy people who I have to fight with on a daily basis who like sit there and fucking jerk off because Johnny got backpacked by CT 10 years ago. Mm. Was, was that rude? <laughs> CT turning around to intentionally drop Johnny on his face. Was that was that mean of him to do? Yeah, true. And that fucking hurts in the back, you guys. But there have been so CT, many of these. What CT do you mean? Big Easy, and, Big Easy and Hall Brawl? Like, yeah, Big Easy and <laughs> concussing Wes. CT blowing up Johnny and Tyler in the rivals elimination. Zach in Hall like, Brawl. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, oh my God. On, CT guys. Tyler Choo Choo. Are you kidding me? Like that was ridiculous. What's what's wrong with us right now? See, but this boils down Zach to what we've spoken about. Also, what what I spoke about with Alex when she came on here um, about non-athletes making these kind of comments, and it's people who have not competed in these types of sports, any sort of sport that has physical contact, to understand that first of all, a lot of times. When you're competing, you're just competing. You want to go hard. You don't know how hard you're hitting someone. Do you remember that story I told you when I was at wrestling and that fucking huge ass girl was taking me down and she took Mm -hmm. me down like four times on my fucking neck. And she had no idea that, you know, her size, her weight and her power were so much bigger than mine that it actually fucking hurt and it could have been dangerous. Right. But I told her, I was like, listen, we're, we're, we're here, you know, we're, we're just sort of like grappling and sparring. Like we're not really, we're not trying to kill each other. Right. We're not in full competition mode. And that's really intense for me. And I don't think you realize it. So she toned it down. I was like, Mm -hmm. I want to be able to practice and I don't feel like I can practice fully against someone who's so much stronger than me. So she toned it down. And that's a big thing. That communication is key. You don't realize what your power is because you're competing. You're going a hundred percent. That's your goal. You have no idea that this person can handle it. Mind you, Rogan realizes he's bigger than Jay, obviously. 
But again, you don't really grasp your full power. The girl who was wrestling with me was at least in the high 200s in terms of weight, right? That's like at, at least a minimum 100 pounds heavier yeah. than me, right? And she still didn't even realize it. You know what I'm saying? So for Rogan, it's it's also different. And he plays rugby. He's going, he's using the technique he knows. I mean, you just can't fault the guy for that. That's crazy talk. It's not like he was bullying Jay. He's in a fucking elimination. The challenge should not be a place where it's like such a protected environment that we can all watch it and be like, oh, this is great. I would love to do, oh, we could all go on and do that. You're supposed to see shit like this where it's like, oh man, bone crunching hit. And this is the mm. thing, you don't have to support it. You don't have to be like, oh, that was so awesome. You just yeah. have to be fucking entertained by it. These are people who signed up to do this shit and Rogan leveled him. And then, yeah, Rogan put his hand on Jay's head to assist with standing himself up. That's all within the rules of the game. He was setting a Absolutely. tone. That's intimidation. That's, Absolutely. that's, that's the competition that's like, that you guys talk just, about. It's not even just about being entertained. It's about not going after Rogan. Just, you yeah. don't have to, you don't even have to be entertained, but just don't, don't act as if this is Rogan's fault. Like that's a crazy thing to do. It's not, you don't have to go easy on someone just because they're half their size. He had no idea what Jay could handle in that moment. You have no idea. Yeah. He had no idea if Jay was going to be able to duck that or go for that. I mean, he's just sprinting at full force to catch him. What if Jay was super agile, went right under, ducked it through. You never know so, what could have happened. I, I see I see what Brandy's saying in the comments. And Brandy, I, I hear you. I'm not saying that what, what he saying. did, she, well, she's she's talking specifically about the head push at the end. I'm not saying that what he did was was great, but like I'm not I'm not offended by it. I'm not saying mm. whether or not I would do the same thing. I'm not I'm not offended by it though, because that is just like that's what we come to the show for. I don't want to re I don't necessarily want to relate to these people. I want these people to be larger than life characters and rogan is someone who caught shit all last season for not going in and granted he's still catching shit now people kind of think like he bitched out wanting to go against the smallest guy but i mean yeah I mean, but they all you, do yeah like i mean you, you really can't win at that point this is dude this is the social media age that we live in like people see stuff and they can react right away but i'm not watching the challenge to like everyone mm. I, I i don't i don't necessarily want to see like there's there's people that I don't like that entertain me. That that's really what it what it comes down to. So it, you want the drama part, you want the the physical part, and I mean this is just the stuff that makes the show what it is. Rogan lit Jay the fuck up, and honestly, if they didn't end the episode right there, I think people it would be more palatable for people. Yeah, I think, they'd, they'd I think be, he's fine. Because you know, we'd see how. Yeah, I think he's fine too. I, I I we'd see how it turned out, and I think it'd be all right. Either he's fine or he got a little injured and he gets it fixed and he gets taken out. Like it's, you know, it's all going to be okay. And that kind of, I just feel like he's fine. Also, yeah. someone is saying that um, we've never seen that uh, someone as small as Jay, but when you look at size difference, you know, big easy and Wes is a bigger size difference. When you look at Zach and, and CJ, that's a bigger size difference in hall brawl. When you look at so many of those um, of those physical competitions, they, they were just, there's huge size differences. So I do think that we've seen that before for sure. Uh, I don't know if they've all been as small as Jay yeah, per se, but the difference is what matters. It's not really, you know. Do you, you think know. Jay would want Rogan to take it easy on him? Yeah, no. Like, would, no. Would, would Jay want to be like, Rogan, just please, please, man, don't God, hit me so the hard. pity. Like, are you kidding me? 
Ugh. No, he wouldn't want that. He wants it. He wants to fucking win. But that's like Laurel, when it was Laurel and Jasmine, I always think back to that elimination. I mean, that's that's a bit dehumanizing in a way because it takes such little effort for her to be able to push her out. You want someone yeah. who's really going to fight up Laurel against was you. Ma- La- Laurel didn't need to fuck Jasmine up. Like everybody knew she was going to win. And Jasmine, it's not, it's not like Jasmine was 2-0 and in eliminations leading up to that. Laurel just wanted to, she proved her domination and her intimidation in another way by barely putting in effort. It's the same way that Evelyn did against Kellyanne in the no. ruins. In, in, oh my God, that, I hated that though. But that's what I'm talking about. I yeah, hated- I, I did too, but like- I hated can, what Evelyn did because it's so condescending to your fucking friend, right? It's like, it's rude. They it's, were friends. Yeah, I agree with that. No, like, that Laura, was bullshit. She was acting like, oh, Kellyanne can't do shit. It's going to be so easy. Like, that's not fucking cool mm. to me. And so w- Jay wouldn't want that. Jay wouldn't want Rogan to treat to treat him how how Evelyn treated Kellyanne. That's that's just pitiful. Ugh. He's way better of an athlete than that. We've got a Rogan hype discussion going on in the comments. Oh, fantastic. Let's get this going. All right, guys. Michael says that he thinks Rogan's about 5'11". Michael, I can tell you right now. And granted, I've, ne- I've never, I've never put Rogan on my official chart. He's not five eleven. Joss is tall for 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 reference. By the way, Joss is very tall. Yeah. Yeah. Joss, Joss is tall. J- Joss is is Joss. Joss is tall. And he's so tall-ish. Joss is tall. When he stands next to Rogan, they seem about similar heights. Like I'm telling you, he's definitely tall. Five well, well, eleven. He, he was tall right. to you because you're like four or five. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. But I've got a good sense. But I'm not saying that that Joss was like six foot or anything. But I think he's, I think he's just shy of it. Michael, I don't think Rogan's 5'10 or 5'11. I think I, Rogan I is 5'10. I think Joss is 5'11. I need Joss to put is definitely him, tall, Greg. I, I think the average male height for challengers <laughs> is like 5'8, five, 5'9. Five, I think of most guys. Of course you do. Really and you think the there. average female height is like six foot because you just always say that women are taller. No. Um, Look, I'm <laughs> off that now. I used to think Susie was taller. You're right. But I'm off it with Cam, Wait, how, with Maddie. How, how tall is Susie? She's like five six maybe. All right, that's still tall for me. I thought she was a little bit taller. And also, <laughs> okay. um, Rogan's the same one. Yeah. <laughs> so Greg is saying Joss is not that tall. I no, agree. I, I don't think like he's five eleven. I need to find the photo of us in my dad's office. Like he was really tall in that pic. And I. Um, I there was one shot during this episode. It was during Nelson and Maddie's team when they went. You saw all of them and Rogan. You saw all of them standing next to each other. Maddie is a on little uneven bit uneven ground on uneven ground. Maddie ha- has maybe an inch on Nelson and Rogan. Nelson and Rogan are comparable in height. Maddie has maybe an inch on them. Oh, okay. So, so Maddie's like six foot. No, she's not. Yeah, she That's is. what I'm saying. All those people are smaller Maddie than you think they are. Maddie is absolutely six foot. Maddie at most is 5'10". At, she's at definitely not 5'10". She's most. definitely not 5'10". Maddie is at least 5'11". And Yvette, I, six foot. Yvette, I saw the same thing. This is this is what started it all for me. Sarah, Sarah and Susie, they said it. They were like, the challenge guys are smaller than you think they are. I think and Michelle this is, is right. what I realized. Of course, Rogan t- tweeted that he's 5'11". He's I not. think Michelle is right. I really do. I think that he's Rogan not. is 5'11". I really, I, I oh believe that. Oh my God. I'm going to go with 5'10". He rounded up 5'10 and a half. Corey, you quarter. asked what our biggest disagreement ever was, and it's this. He's not 5'11". <laughs> Joss sells clothes on Bob once and asked him how tall he was in an item, and he said 5'11". I honestly think Joss is like 5'11". I think he's just shy of six foot. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I'm a hundred percent. I'm not saying that because he just is the exact same height as my friends who are like about six foot. 
I have you a good guys, reference for this, you guys. <laughs> don't trust what cast members say. Don't trust what Google says about cast member height measurements because there's literally no accuracy to it why, whatsoever. Why would the cast lie? Why would they lie? The only person you can trust about the heights of challengers is me. I am attacking this from That's a completely unbiased so point not of view. True. That I have is myself such as a measuring stick. I have D. That, Look, do not use Zach as your height fucking if, stat. If, so, <laughs> if someone says that if someone is short like D is and she says she's 5'3 and that she's taller than Kara, I believe it. So we can go based off D. But D, that's if not we fair. That's not fair that you only believe someone who's short because yeah, of course you're going to believe someone who's short because why would someone make them make themselves super short, right? That's the thing of that. But some people are actually people, tall, you know. People like Maddie and Cam wear heels all the time. Ashley too. They wear heels all the time. You can't you can't you can't let that obscure you. They, Matt, Maddie wears like me. Maddie wears like three four inch heels yes and when she does that she's like six three slash four seriously shawnee the audacity of you to tell me <laughs> that rogan is 511 i will not stand for it uh i think rogan is 510 i think joss is 511 i think maddie is around 510 511 as well boom i hope i hope personally i'll give maddie 510 but i hope she's like 59 i hope she's even shorter just i think maddie's like i think she's like taller like i think she's taller than that it, i think she's super tall if i the were to tell is, like the point is zach is six foot and he wants you all to know about that no that's not the point <laughs> that's not the point at all that i want you guys to go for look if i were to say okay the person from the challenge that i want to meet in person the most in life most people would think that i would say shady shane my my guy you know, that I would want to meet him. But you're wrong. I want to meet Maddie. I want to meet Maddie so I can right. prove to you how not tall she is. You need to meet her with a measuring tape. We cannot meet Challenge without a measuring tape. You I agree with Greg. She wears height-enhancing heels. It is intentional. Some when of these I, challengers want to what be What do you mean height-enhancing heels? That is just heels, you guys. She wears them everywhere. It's, it's, no there's a reason for it. Heels. They that don't is want heels. you. That's what heels do. Look, there's heels and then there's big heels. Maddie wears the big heels. I wear height enhancing sneakers. Nobody's calling me a liar about my height. Um, when I have an, an actual studio and like a whole space and I'm having people come in for in-person interviews, uh, I'm going to have them like, obviously I have oh one now, God. but when it's my own and I own them, I'm going like to have them mark their height. Absolutely. Have them on the wall. Mark Absolutely. The Everyone's gonna be marking heights. My my whole studio is gonna be full of fucking height markers. Like that's just yeah. You shit. guys are hilarious. There, there's there's a whole rebellion in the comments of people telling me that I'm. She short. has she has a really big torso and smaller legs, Maddie. Because I have the exact same proportion of a body but smaller. Yeah, Greg shorter. is on I it. that shit. Maddie wears giant heels. Giant heels. It's yes, but she makes herself. She wants. But, but I'm she not saying she's wearing... to think she's six Okay, four. but I look at her when she's in fucking sneakers, Zach, when she's on a competition. I'm not always looking at her in heels. I'm looking at her when she's barefoot on her fucking Insta. Corey, send send me those cards, man. I'm going to make a Twitter. I'm going to make the challenge height truth or Twitter. Oh, that's Wait, a great Zach, idea. Wait, Zach, we need to make merch with height markers. Oh my God. That's Yo, at, funny. We need to make merch height with height markers. No. No, no, we need that's hilarious. First of all, that's hilarious. First of all, we should definitely do that. Um, um, Don't but, steal that from me. But we need to, we need to make merch with fucking the height. That's the funniest thing in the yeah, world. I agree. Oh my god. Oh my god. You guys. We'll, we'll get a group picture. Like there's a there's a great no, group there's picture. No of, group of... picture. We're gonna have just like a thing, and then we'll have all the names <laughs> next to it. It'll look like a bedroom oh! of challengers. Yeah. 
little marks. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great, you guys. That's great. See, my genius is flowing right now. The weed is coming with the creativity. It's coming in. Damn, um, that's that's good. Um, wait, okay, have you so, seen that there's a that there's a Wendy Williams challenge account? I, I think it's called like Challenge Wendy up. at Challenge Wendy. <laughs> it's great. Oh my <laughs> god, that's hilarious. Awesome. What do they even do? Uh, they just post videos of of Wendy Williams clips with like the screen, and then they'll have one of the challengers on the screen, and each <laughs> clip just it just describes them perfectly. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Shit, we need to um um. Ah, what was I going to say? I totally forgot. Oh yeah, guys, I want to open the floor for you guys to let us know what guests you guys would like to have come on the show, whether it's somebody who uh, is an OG, hasn't been on the show in a while, somebody who's on this season, just drop that in the comments because I want to know who I should really prioritize reaching out to. Obviously, we do the interviews for you guys. I have the people that I'd like to speak to here and there, but uh, for the most part, I want to know who you guys want to talk to um, and who you guys are interested in hearing from. It can really be anyone. I, I Also, Survivor is in that ballpark i definitely want to start doing some survivor yeah. interviews so if you have people from survivor you definitely want to hear from then drop that oh i'm here. actually going to tell this story this is great behind the curtain shawnee was like hey what survivors do you want to get on the show and i go well you know what it'd actually be pretty cool to talk to sugar and then Shawnee goes dude i'm talking about like people that are on this season and i'm like oh like, like right now <laughs> yeah she's just like why the fuck are we going to talk to sugar she didn't actually say that but that was like the energy that i got i didn't say that but that is actually the exact energy that i had like i just i wasn't <laughs> feeling it too much that look cool. i want to talk to sugar she was on gilmore girls she had like a nice little acting run oh yeah i forgot about that. i think you told me about that when i was watching i would i would die talking to abe i want to talk to abe so bad but Abe, Abe, cool talk to. I've actually he's spoken to me before on Instagram. Uh, we'll sick. have like a few, a few back and forths here and there, and then it'll sort of end. From uh, what I've seen with, D, you know, from from what D said. By the way, there there was so much reaction to D coming on and pretty much calling people who who binge watch the challenge losers. Oh that yeah, was that was fucking, hilarious. Because was the truth great. is, we do that. You know what I'm saying? That was, yeah, <laughs> of course we do. So so that that was great. But Abe's Abe's kind of the same way. He he won't necessarily say that, but I have seen him do interviews before where he was kind of like when people are asking him, you know, the the really minutia questions. He's kind of like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Kind of that way. Well, he's, uh, he's Autumn. He we are really that happy guy. that you came by tonight. Thank you, Autumn. Yeah, I'm so happy. I love when audio listeners come into the lives. I think it's so much more fun. It's quite the experience over here in this uh, this household. Thank you to everybody who's listening to the audio when I upload it weeks later. You guys are the fucking MVPs. Thank We're you. We're so on the much. ball now. Don't worry. We we yeah, we, we got are this. so on the ball, you guys. I've dropped my imperfections. I know I said this once, but I'm gonna say it for the last time now. The final time. The final. It's the final countdown. We 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 post it rough, rugged, and raw, you guys. Um. So we are trying to get an interview with Nehemiah Lockdown. That's yes. pretty much a go. And if you guys have not followed Nehemiah on Instagram yet, at Nehemiah Clark, he is trying to get his followers up. He needs a bigger follower count to get on, you know, to get back on the radar. And there's really no reason why we shouldn't help him. He's a very lovable, absolutely, uh, really cool person. He's a former champ. He has realistic ties to the show. Like it, it just makes sense. And like, why would you vegan, not? You guys, yeah. like, he has a story to tell. Vegan. He's selling all his shit. He's going to be living on the road. He's going to be like a nomad vegan. for the next year. Let's get so my we're going to talk to him. There. Um, yeah. yeah, we're going to figure out when that's going to be. Uh, it was tentatively for tomorrow, but I'm not sure that that's going to work out. So hopefully, maybe this weekend, we'll keep you guys posted. We'll release the pre post. Now, I want to talk about one thing that I know a lot of people have complained about, which is not getting notifications when we go live. And I've seen this time and time again. I think Michael and Brandy both have issues with that. Um, so when you 
when you are watching this right now, if you're on a computer screen or if you're on your phone, there should be a little bell to the top right and you can hit all right there. So you get all the notifications when we go live, you'll get all video notifications, all live video notifications. And that's really great to just have turned on. So you don't have to worry about finding the pre-post or when they go up. I know that's helpful. Um, and I'm not really sure why people aren't getting notified, but just tag a Saniac friend and tell them to tag you when we go live. And then we can get the whole community in here. <laughs> I like that. Nehemiah, I dig it. my tenderoni. <laughs> you guys crazy. are killing it. I, I can barely, like the comment section has been lit tonight. This has been a great like source of social gathering for people while we're going through all this shit. We have content coming up. You know, we're working on, on other cool little like bonus challenge stuff. Um, so we're going to get it out there. We, we kind of have, you know, we just, this is our niche, you know, each, each challenge podcast and piece of challenge content, they all have different lanes that they lean into. This is, you know, this is our thing. Yeah. And we're we the Facebook live bitches. That's yeah. what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> we love it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. It's been awesome. Check us out. Saniacstore.com, saniacpodcast.com, at saniacpodcast on all the social media platforms. I'm at Shawnee Suisa and that's at ZCal77 on Instagram. You do not want to miss my Instagram stories. They're fucking hilarious. My sister just rewatches them all day, cracking herself up. So, you know, it's fucking funny. Um, we love you all truly. This has been a great episode. Thank you to everybody who stood up for me, all the Saniacs who were listening um, or who were involved in that thread, the buffoon thread. It was funny to see. Uh, and it was, it was, it was exciting. I haven't been involved in a fight in a while, so I appreciated it. It was good to have a little army behind me. And we will see you guys next week. Of course, rate us on Apple Podcasts. We want to get those ratings up and get our numbers going on the rankings. And we will have so much content for you guys. Stay tuned for the Twitter recap. If you guys don't want to go on Twitter, you can still see all the cast tweets brought to you by our awesome girl, Michelle, as well as her daughter, Alex. And so we'll be, uh, we'll be releasing that soon as well. And then we have Jennifer's recap, which is coming out tomorrow, and Hannah's that came out today. So check those all out at saniacpodcast.com. Uh, we love you all, Zach. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. People, thank you. I see all your suggestions on who we should talk to. We're going to keep it in mind. Autumn, I'm with you on that. I'm going to go give my son a kiss. He's laying in bed. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go watch Outer Banks. So let's get it, people. I'm going to go give my uh, my dog son a kiss. And I'm going to watch another Spanish show on Netflix. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> stay healthy, everybody. And stay safe out there. Thank you.